Michigan as well. I'm I, just barely. Ugh. Two touchdowns at best. Could be a close game though for a while. We get Everett Cook here, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. I'm going. I'm going. Michigan wins, but San Diego State covers the spread. Everett and I are in lockstep. Today. There you have it. <laughs> so, for Brewster, Ryan, Bruins, Steve Cook, and Everett Cook, I'm Cootie. Saying good night and go blue this weekend. Good night, Morgan Powell. Chocolates, would I know to stay away? Oh, I said, hand off his box, the box of chocolates. Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture, and culture and food often mix together in a, in a number of wonderful ways. And today we've got some very special guests in the studio, some of my favorite guests and a very special guest of theirs as well. Coming up this weekend at the Nichols Arboretum in Ann Arbor is going to be a Millennium Kite Festival to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Center for Chinese Studies. And I, my guests today are Amy Situ. Hello. hello. And uh, Carol Stepanchuk. Hello. Hi. And uh, you have been on my show a number of times to talk about Chinese New Year and other things, but we also have a special guest from China. Hello. Ni hao. Hello. Um, Tell, could you tell us about our guest today? Our, our special kite ma- ki- a special kite master from China is here. Ha Yiqi is a fourth-generation kite master from China um, who flew his kites in the 2008 Olympics, uh, a magnificent kite that had uh, was multifaceted, right, and had uh, each wing of the kite represented a different country. And it took over 20 people to fly it. Wow. Uh, strong winds in Beijing can carry... Uh, it could take that kite up, up, and away. So it's okay. quite awesome. Wow. Well, um, can we talk a little bit about uh, what it takes to be a kite master? Uh,告诉大家,怎么样可以做一个风筝大师? To be a master, it takes more than 20 years uh, with accumulated experience, artistic experience, before uh, one can become a master. Wow. And uh, probably you have to learn a lot of different disciplines, a lot of physics, and a lot of art. You 
学学术级。Yes， 呃，因为呃，成为一个大师要多方面的去学习，因为我个人认为，风筝是一个技术与艺术的有机结合的一种祭品。Okay. Yes, you're right, and I believe、uh, to fly a kite to make a, fly, a kite is a combination, organic combination of technology and art. Wow, and you will be able to see some of this wonderful art at Nichols Arboretum. The event is this、uh, Sunday from one to five p.m., and the kite festival is going to have、uh, kite demonstrations, competitions, and challenges.、Uh, Chinese ribbon dancing, yo-yo demos,、mm-hmm. uh, lion dances, taiko drumming, and zithers. That's a lot of excitement. It, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, probably arhu and zither may come at a different time, but there'll also be an opportunity for people to craft minute-made kites、uh, and do different different art activities, all related to wind at the on the peonies. Garden level of the arboretum. So, just walking through, you'll find a range of different things happening, and people to help guide you to it. Okay. And I was told that the best way to go is through the、uh, Washington Heights entrance、mm-hmm. to the、uh, Nichols Arboretum. Okay. But basically, you want to look into the sky. Something will be hovering there probably all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs>、um, I wonder if.、Uh, Our kite master, our guest here, can talk about、um, what inspired what inspired you to、uh, get involved with kites. Is it something you loved as a child and had a lot of experience as a child? You 开始做风筝的是是你小的时候喜欢呢，还是什么？怎么会让你要做风筝的？呃，一开始呢，我还是不特别喜欢做风筝。后来呢？有一次呢，我的朋友要求我做两个，我就是做两个小的风筝，但是不飞。但是我接触风筝之后，我觉得风筝很好玩。从那一九七七年开始，我就一发不可收拾。Okay, I wasn't very interested when I was a child,、uh, and then somebody asked me to make two, so I did, but didn't fly. But、uh, when I got into it, I Just got immersed in it, and、uh, since 1977, I've been making kites. Wonderful.、Um, do you have a favorite、uh, style, a favorite kite that you've made, and, and can you tell us something about what went into it? You 喜欢你最喜欢的风筝是什么？你能够能够讲一讲？呃，我我最喜欢的风筝是。I'm looking at something beautiful here. 最传统的燕子形风筝。The, the my favorite is the most traditional Chinese kite in the form of、uh, a swallow. Oh,、yeah. wonderful! And we is that a swallow I'm seeing right here? This、mm-hmm. is a small scale uh, uh, example of what a swallow kite looks like.、Um, can you describe that,、um, Carol or Amy? Can you describe? 沙叫呃沙燕的风筝就是 swallow 了燕子。Yeah. And we're looking at a, a a number of different kites, and we have a frame of a kite right here. 这种燕子是按照真的燕子慢慢变形、装饰、演变到现在这种形状的风筝，因为它要飞行，所以说变得很装饰化了。Okay, this was evolved from a real swallow, and you you changed. 
into an artistic form, but still it has to be able to fly. So it's just like a swallow. Oh, okay. It is very beautiful combination. It's a perfect combination of technology and art. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I I learned something from Master Master Ha the other night too, just about the the way you construct a kite and what you think about is first the the form, the basic structure like this, and then you have to there's the art of actually putting the silk or the paper over、uh, over the bamboo and pasting it.、And、then you do the pattern, and then the fourth stage is the flying, and、uh, the technique of flying. From the lecture he gave the other day, I learned that it has to be beautiful in the sky. You know, just to be able to fly is not enough.、Mm-hmm. You have to look like a bird, and、uh, it's beautiful. So that's why the art part, the、uh, kite, is important.、Yeah. And、okay. when you watch a kite master fly a kite, it's almost like a, a puppeteer working a puppet because Master Ha can can make a butterfly just. Quiver, you know, or the、wow. or the swallow, just just like a bird. In fact, the other night there <laughs> there was just you know birds flying flying by, and the swallow kite up in the sky, and it was just it was really amazing just to see them. They looked exactly、uh, exactly alike, and and he can actually reel it in without it crashing. He just has a, again a very good technique. So this is something you could learn maybe by watching. The masters at the at the Arb.、Uh, we also have a Michigan kite master that will be there、uh, who、Great. flies flies quad kites, and this is also at Ferry Field on Friday, five to seven.、Another、so we have two two events actually tomorrow, which is the first day of autumn. Oh, is oh.、Uh, <laughs> at Ferry Field at U of M Ferry Field on State Street. There's going to be a kite flyathon tomorrow from five to seven p.m. And then what we've been talking about. Uh, also on the show is on Sunday from one to five p.m. at the Nichols Arboretum, and recommending we go to the Washington Heights entrance there. That will be Sunday one to five p.m. the Millennium Kite Festival to celebrate the fiftieth anniversary of the Center for Chinese Studies. And on the Center for Chinese Studies website, there is a link on how to make a kite of your own. So this is very much a participatory event as well. Oh, absolutely! So from masters of kite making to children or people who just want、mm-hmm. to make their own, this is quite an event. So is there a competition? Oh, a competition! <laughs> yes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>、um, at two o'clock, we're、uh, we have student competitions. So uh, university students,、um, uh, and there have been many actually at U of M and at EMU crafting kites.、Uh, so engineering stu- students, art and design, would love for you to come and bring whatever you think is flyable, and、uh, we'll have the masters judging. And then three o'clock, we have. Community competition. So, if you have kites hiding away in your house, you don't have to actually hand make it. You, if you want to, that's ideal. But whatever you have, bring it, fly it, and it'll be judged. We have great prizes. Great. And some of the there's a special bo- a bright red box with some beautiful kites that we've just been looking at. We talked about the swallow kite. And、um, now, did you did you design those kites? And could you tell us something about them? That one's beautiful. This is a really beautiful one. The swallow kite we're showing again, and this is a. 
many colors, purple and almost a pomegranate color and some green trim, some beautiful circles on it. Just a, quite a variety of colors on this, this kite. So this one that we're looking at actually uh, is a swallow, has eyes, wings, feather, claws, everything you like to see in a swallow, there he is. But <laughs> okay. it's all painted. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, other birds as well, it looks like. We have a much larger one. Actually, wow, there's... Um, what kind of a, a another swallow but bigger a much bigger swallow with very pointed legs which are some very oh. lovely bright colors like a magenta and an orange and the wings have a couple of beautiful eyes on them those are feathers not legs oh uh <laughs> those are feathers sorry i i'm i'm yeah those, those are feathers yes like a like a tuxedo says Arwolf. Uh, feathers of many colors and this is a female swallow okay <laughs> you just saw the male swallow earlier okay so there is a, a difference there's a difference in the anatomy that i need to learn more about well the the female a lot of swallow uh the tail looks like a, a like a pair of scissors oh okay right? It's harder to control. Also, also a lot of symbolism in there. Now, on this one in particular, there are five dragons. Five dragon images within the swallow kite. Yeah. Wow. And it's all hand-painted. All hand-painted. Wow, it's beautiful. <laughs> We're going to take just a break here a moment and hear a song about a certain Mr. Kite. This is not actually about kites specifically, and yet... This can get us in the mood, I think. Um, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. And if you're wondering, yes, there will be food themes going on here. This is technically a food show, but we're allowed to do anything we want. So this Sunday from 1 to 5 p.m. is the Millennium Kite Festival at the Arb in Ann Arbor. Here are the Beatles to sing a song that is peripherally about food and kites and other things. Over men and horses, hoops and garters Lastly through a hogshead of real fire In this way, Mr. K will challenge the world The celebrated Mr. K performs his feet on Saturday at Bishop's Gate Henderson's will dance and sing as Mr. Kite flies through the ring. Don't be late. Let us K and H assure the public their production will be second to none. And of course, Henry the Horse dances the wall. Ten somersets he'll undertake on solid ground. 
Roasting beans some days in preparation A splendid time is guaranteed for all And tonight Mr. Kite is topping the bill Some very magical music from the Beatles being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. And for the benefit of kite lovers, there is the Millennium Kite Festival at the Arb this Sunday. I'm here with uh, with Amy, and I'm here with Carol and our special guest, Kite Master Ha. And we're looking at a really beautiful kite that is not specifically, that is not a bird shape, but does have a number of designs in it. Can you tell us about that? It's actually uh, a character. Some kites are in the shape of characters, and this is in the uh, shape of uh, the character for double happiness, Shuangxi. Oh, wow. And it's uh, covered with peonies and lotuses and bamboo and plums uh, for everlasting happiness and harmony. Uh, so this this would be great to see at, at a wedding, uh, flying high. Uh, what's kind of interesting is that the... Master uh, kite maker from Michigan, Sam Ritter, uh, who's going to be at our kite events, uh, he started flying kites when he and his wife were given a kite at their wedding. Oh, and, that started uh, it? Wow. So we don't, I don't know what shape it was in, uh, but we'll, we'll have to ask. And interestingly, my husband and I, X number of decades ago, got a kite for our wedding, too. So, you know, it wasn't Pottery Barn. No, people gave things back in, in those <laughs> days. And somebody gave us a kite, and we just thought it was amazing. We still have it. It's kind of made out of cellophane. I'm not sure it... Maybe I'll bring it. Maybe I should Do bring that kite. Have it? I have it. I, I should see if it's flyable. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, you know, in English, when you say, go fly a kite... It's quite different. <laughs> uh, I would never imagine giving somebody a kite for a wedding. Go fly I, a kite. I, I give it when people retire, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I suppose the difference between go fly a kite and let's go fly a kite. Different uh, semantics there. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is, in fact, a food show, and we're going to take a moment to talk about food. Um, now, I unfortunately, I was out of town, so I missed the Mooncake uh, Festival the Mid-Autumn Festival, which happened earlier this month. But uh, Amy has been kind enough to bring some mooncakes into the studio, and we'd like to... Can you... Well, there are a number of beautiful designs on mooncakes, just as there are beautiful designs on kites, right? Oh, and some of the same. Yes, it says uh, happiness in... uh, Actually, fortune. Fu, fu, fu on the form. And actually, if you put different characters on it, and uh, the bakers will know what to sell you. Do you want a pineapple mooncake or a lotus mooncake? Just look at the character on top of your cake, and you you will never make a mistake. Oh, okay. And uh, these mooncakes uh, were not from uh, across the oceans. Uh, they are made here in Ann Arbor in uh, by Eastern Accent Bakery on Fourth 
Fourth Street uh, right. in downtown Ann Arbor. You know, so freshly made. Mm-hmm. So you can say in Ann Arbor we can celebrate the Moon Festival every day, every single day, and I'd, I'd love to every day and day. night. <laughs> A cake a day. That's a good motto, I think. <laughs> we can fly kites every day, too, as long as we have wind. <laughs> yes. And looking again at the double happiness kite, it is a really vivid and beautiful uh, red base with so many beautiful colors of flowers on there. Um, how do you, as a kite master, decide what kinds of designs to use? Uh Okay. Uh, since this um, is for double happiness, for wedding, so I have used any symbols for luck, harmony, and four seasons. And so I have peonies and uh, all the good flowers for um, conjugal happiness. <laughs> <laughs> all the things that could bring a couple happiness through right. their lives. Well, uh now, other things about this festival, there there are a number of other things going on. There is music. Oh, absolutely. Always. Yeah. We must yeah. have music. And a lot of percussion. Um, we're going to have uh, taiko drumming, uh, which will, for a whole hour of taiko drumming, uh, we're going to have um, the the arhu, which actually will start the uh, start the whole festival, and the arhu is like a. It sounds like a viola. It's a two string fiddle, uh, and we have a wonderful performer, Xiao Deng Wei, who's going to uh, be playing. She actually uh, played for the Detroit Tigers too at the uh, uh, last year, year of the Tiger, the opening game. And, oh wow! And Perfect. So, yeah, so that was excellent. Uh, we have lion dancing. Um, that's L. That's L I O N. That that's right, <laughs> and uh, uh, so there'll be two people manning a lion costume. Again, a lot of loud percussion and gongs, and uh, you want to follow the lion because you'll follow good fortune. And we'll also have um, well, that's for the music, and then ribbon dancing will kind of echo the fluttering, you know, tail of kites and uh, yo-yos because they're cool. Yes, and, that's a good reason. They're cool. <laughs> they're yeah. cool. It's also a, um, a scientific, too. It's a, it is. Know, it's a physics in order to get the yo-yo keep going. Right. right? And you have to see these fly in the wind. These yo-yos uh, are oh, connected wow. by string, but then they fly into the air. So uh, that should be really neat to see. Wonderful. And uh, a little bit of a digression here, because that's one of the things I do on this show. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on this, because I could do a separate show on the kite-eating tree from Charlie Brown. I don't know if you recall oh. that Charlie Brown of Peanuts used to try so to good. used to try to fly kites, and unfortunately oh. they would get eaten by the kite-eating tree. There's a whole entrance on them in Wikipedia on kite-eating trees. You should read it. It says here, a kite-eating tree is a deciduous tree of indeterminate type, once referred to as kitus edamuppus. 
See, this is this is oh. a show about food. We have to get to this point. Okay. okay. According Keep to going. Charlie Brown, it is impossible to tell a kite-eating tree from non-kite-eating trees by sight until it catches a kite in its branches, which it slowly devours. Charlie Brown often envisioned such a tree with a huge grin on its face. <laughs> Once Lucy Van Pelt threw Schroeder's piano into the kite-eating tree, which it also ate, proving that the phenomenon was not simply a product of Charlie Brown's imagination. Oh, my. Um, but there are probably no kite-eating trees at the Arb. No. None have actually been spotted. Um, in a 1995 strip, Linus shows great concern because of the tree's presence, wondering what kind of world he was living in that a kite-eating tree could exist. And uh, Charlie Brown has told Linus that kite-eating trees eat the paper like it was fried chicken and spit out the sticks like bones. Oh! (laughs) Charlie Brown may have, in his frustration, been exaggerating, for no sticks have been seen lying around the kite-eating tree. So, there it is right now. There really is no such thing as a kite-eating tree. There may be a great pumpkin, but we'll have to examine that in the next few weeks. That's right. So... There, I had to digress. It's about food. I am required by contract to talk about food at some point on Pandora's Lunchbox, and so I have. And hunger. Yeah. And hunger. Yes, definitely. Now, um, there are workshops to help people build kites, aren't there? Well, there were. There were, and they were probably quite wonderful, weren't and they? They, <laughs> they were. Okay. We had some, uh, uh, the Parks and Rec had uh, public workshops, and actually Master Ha was at one of the workshops last week mm-hmm. demonstrating the kites, and, and we could make kites. Workshops have been uh, done on the university uh, campus. Um, uh, there were, oh, wow, probably about 200 bamboo-style kites based on Master Ha's techniques um, being created. We hope some of those will come to the ARB uh, on on Sunday. Um, and afterwards, there's actually one more uh, workshop after the festival on October 2nd. Of course, uh, and this will be... Um, Oh dear, I'm, I don't recall which park it is, but we can check the Parks and Rec site uh, to find to find out. And uh, the whole idea, though, with the with the kite festival, is that you come and you can watch and see. But you know, you want to keep flying, find an open space, bring your iPod, and and just go outside. That sounds wonderful. And this this the kite the Millennium Kite Festival. This weekend sounds quite wonderful. So just to recap a little bit here, first of all, tomorrow, the first day of autumn, autumn begins a little after 5 a.m., just so you know. Um, (laughs) The first day of autumn at 5 p.m., you can go to U of M Ferry Field on State Street. There will be a kite fly-a-thon with Master Kite Flying Demos. And on Sunday, the big event, the, the Millennium Kite Festival at the Arb in Ann Arbor, is from Sunday from 1 to 5 p.m. with kite flying and music and challenges and all kinds of entertainment. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the show. And thank you, Kite Master Ha. It's it's a great honor to have you here. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Come to us all the way from Beijing to come to Ann Arbor to participate and show us what you've learned through all the years in, in making kites. And we appreciate that very much. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yes. Well, thank you, Amy and Carol. Uh, always wonderful guests on Pandora's Lunchbox. And it's uh, great to be on here. We love it. Yes. Yeah. Now we can eat the mooncake. Now we can eat mooncakes. We should all. It, everybody should go out now and eat mooncakes. It's a hearty thing to do in in the autumn. You, you, it fills you up. Yes. Quickly. 
Uh, one last mention. We were just talking, of course, about the Millennium Kite Festival this Sunday at 1 p.m. at the Arb. And on Monday, there's a concert involved. There's a concert, isn't there? Okay, that's uh, by the Shanghai Jiao Chong University Symphony Band. And it's a free I believe it's in Hill Auditorium, and you know, I don't know if audience know that there's a joint institute of Shanghai Jiao Tong University and the University of Michigan in Shanghai. And in fact, our um, former uh, state representative, Pam Burns, mm-hmm. is serving as its first executive director. So there is a lot of East meets West not only in this <laughs> studio, but in mm-hmm. Shanghai and outside of the studio in Ann Arbor, too. Wonderful. That's on Monday. And you know, double-check your listings. Uh, do you know what time that is, this beautiful concert? It's uh, 8 o'clock. Monday evening. and Evening concert. Yeah, evening concert usually starts at 8. So look it up for more details. And uh, thank you for the Center for Chinese Studies for all of these events. I've been Mike for a while. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. Thank you for listening. Arwolf will help us to face the music in just a moment. But first of all, I strongly suggest that we all, in the best possible way, in the most complimentary way, go fly a kite. (laughs) (laughs) This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. With tuppence for paper and strings, you can have your own set of wings. With your feet on the ground, you're a bird in flight. With your fist holding tight to the string of your kite. Oh, let's go fly a kite up to the highest height. Let's go fly a kite and send it soaring up through atmosphere up where the air is clear oh let's go fly a kite when you send it flying up there all at once you're lighter than air you can dance on the breeze over houses and trees with your fist and tight to the string of your kite feel like I can face the rest of the evening now. Thank you, Mike Perini. This is 7 o'clock, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. 88.3 megahertz is the frequency. It's time to face the music. Now let's get Parisian for just a minute. Dans un décor du meilleur goût Nous commanderons en bavardant tout bas 
de ci, de ça, des cocktails pour deux, en fumant une cigarette, au bruit d'exquises chansonnettes. Nos mains se joindront malgré nous lorsque l'on servira des cocktails pour deux. Si je perds la tête, mon cœur lui vous reste obéissant. Il s'intoxique de tendresse, c'est son principe.